fucking get into it. Welcome back, everybody. The boys are back in town. Buzzside 5 is back. 2022. Sam, how we doing? How's your holiday? Ah, it's good, it's good, mate. Glad to be back with the boys. Uh, obviously, a bit of a hiatus. Uh, Premier League was just going crazy, a lot of postponements and whatnot, so it was hard to follow, but it was good. Good holiday, nice and chill with good people, uh, good times, good food, and uh, yeah, getting ready for the new year. Mike got muted there. That's fun. All right. Let's go. Let's go to our boy. Fuck, Resident La Liga specialist, Omar Arredondo. How's your holiday, man? Uh, it was a good holiday. Um, got to travel a little bit. Got to hang out with uh, Mickey. Hang out with him in San Francisco for a couple of days. Loved it. And got to go to Austin and Portland for a couple of days. So uh, it was just a well-needed break. Got to not work for two weeks and back at it now. Fuck yeah. Okay, that, that's great, man. Mickey, I know uh, you, you, uh, you, you're part of the Kron gang. Uh, how you feeling? Yeah, I recently signed up for a, a 10-day period with the coronavirus FC. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough. I was surprised, honestly. I got hit a little bit hard. Um, just a lot of tight chest. There was one day where I was like in bed, struggling all day. Um, I lost six pounds from this illness. Whoa. Just struggle. I had no appetite. Uh, yeah, could hardly. But I gained it back, turned it into muscle. Um, yeah, long break for the Christmas break from school, <laughs> getting back this week. Um, kind of glad because, you know, just want to get back on that grind and just get this get this degree, get get uh, you guys to respect me a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as my good friend Matt knows, C's get degrees. You're, and you know what else has a C in it? Omicron. Matt also on the Omicron gang. How you feeling, Matty? Joined uh, Rona <laughs> FC uh, along with Mickey there. and uh, Quick loan just, spell. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, other than that, got some traveling in um, for the holidays as well. Ha- so happy to be back here with the boys, um, focusing on the best thing in the world, the Premier League. So, um yeah, it's really looking forward to this. I'm just uh, happy to be here. Cheers, boys. Yeah, yeah cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers to that. Good to have everybody on. Uh, to our small group of fans, we are, we do apologize for the break. Had a little bit of uh, family issues, but uh, we're back on it. And I thought the best way to start, like our halfway through, let's re- revisit our initial predictions. Oh. First up, this is this is good. Oh be no. That'll be fun because I have no idea. I've completely forgot what they were. This is going to be a roast of ourselves, basically. <laughs> well, it depends so, if you said anything stupid, boy. <laughs> so, to start it out, we started with most likely to win the Premier League. And the worst prediction would be the team that's furthest from first, uh, which puts me in last place. Manchester United. Wow. <laughs> Matt. Uh, with his pick of Chelsea, uh, still up there, still a good pick. Mickey, his pick of <laughs> Liverpool, still a very good pick. Even we shit on Mickey, we shit on Mickey, and he proved us wrong. Uh, Omar, that's, that's, uh, you, yeah, well, he deserves it. So, yeah, uh, you Omar's, guys was a lot of people were sleeping me. on Liverpool at the beginning, kind of forgot about us, huh? Yeah, yeah, and, and you let us have it. You let us have it. Uh, Omar picked Tottenham. And my favorite quote of this whole podcast was, Tottenham are one Mexican player away from winning the league title. (laughs) You know what? That's still still true. That's still true. There could be a couple spots ahead if they would have bought a Mexican player. They had Jimenez or (laughs) Tegatito. That's true. Is there a Mexican player that would even want to go there? I don't know. who, Who really wants to go to Tottenham these days? Didn't somebody just like openly say he wouldn't go there? Who was it? Oh, Mbappe. <laughs> was he? <laughs> With uh, Tom Holland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, that yeah, was more. Yeah, I said it as, as I said it, I knew it was going to be better. But I was really low key hoping. I just didn't want Man City to win. That's what I was going to say, honestly, initially, was Man City. But I was like, I want to go with somebody. I wanted the Premier League to be a little more fun and interesting this year. But look, look what it turned into. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking the same way. Uh, but our boy Sam with the correct prediction again. I guess where we're at. 
Sam picked Man City, and right now it's sitting at Man City. Yeah, regretfully so, but yeah, they're they're killing it at the minute. They're running away with it. I gotta say, Sam, your predictions again are killing it. Like, last place. Closest person to pick last place. Sam, Burnley. Closest. Matt also picked Burnley. Um, worse. Everybody else picked Watford, uh, to be last, which I guess isn't a terrible pick. Um, Mickey picked Watford based on ugly fans, ugly players, ugly kit, ugly stadium. <laughs> yeah, I stand by that. Yeah. Although Dennis has grown on me, Emmanuel Dennis, so. <laughs> so, yeah, one bright spot. One bright spot there. Um, ooh. So this our next section was bold predictions. And I'm just gonna call out Matt. Your prediction just wasn't bold. <laughs> thank thank you, Cody. Thank you. Re- remind me again. I totally forgot. What was it? Quote, I'm gonna keep it safe. My bold predictions, Chelsea first, Man U second, Man City third, Liverpool fourth, leads to come in sixth. <laughs> well, I mean Leeds Leeds is pretty bold. We were high on Leeds the whole podcast. We were, we were so high on Leeds. Yeah, we were. Yeah. That's kind of bold, though. That's that's pretty bold, I think. Hey, Sam called it on Leeds. He he was like, "I hope they're not. They don't become another Sheffield United." Uh, yeah, they're, they're doing it. Uh, my bold prediction uh, was the top four will not include Liverpool or Tottenham, which I guess is half right right now. Not too crazy. Um. Mickey's bold prediction. Do you guys remember what it was? Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't want to hear it. I don't remember it now. Like <laughs> guys, I'm pretty sure we straight skipped Mickey for this question. I was listening to the podcast. One. I don't think you picked anything. I think we just moved on. <laughs> I, I think I remember that. I think I yeah, remember no. that. Yeah, I no. Thought, I thought his bold prediction is that Barca was not going to make it out of the group stage of the Champions League. Wasn't that well, your book against Mickey? We could pencil yeah. it in. I did say that. I did say that. I said Barcelona would not make it out of the group stage. I think Omar might have edited that out, bro. He fucking did. He would. He would have. That's fucking awesome. And, and to keep it on the Barcelona topic, Omar's bold prediction was Barcelona is going to win the league. Matt didn't even think that was a bold prediction. Uh, and how's Barcelona doing now? That was a bold oh, prediction. Well, they're not winning the just, league. Yeah, we're not. We're not looking like we're gonna win the league. We just tied and dropped all the. We could have been in third place, and we just dropped down all the way to like eight, I believe. How's six. my boys, uh, Rio Vallecano doing? <laughs> don't tell me they're ahead of us, still. <laughs> I don't know. I literally don't know. Um, and that's 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 yeah. to our last bold prediction, which was a fun one too, off the wall. Sam predicted Norwich will be two of the top six teams, maybe even two of the top four teams. <laughs> Norwich has, have they beat, they win, they have one win. I think they, who do they beat? They have won one. one win. It's probably Man United, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not, we're not top four though, bro. <laughs> so, or top six. That's embarrassing. Uh, they're halfway through. They got, they got to face each other again. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see if they pick it up. What I will Norwich say, Norwich are just bad. Kind of yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> you guys did call out Team of Pookie. You're like, yeah, Pookie's great. Um, but Sam also did call out that Villa is his dark horse this year, and that's a great pick. Well, yeah, yeah that's now. a good pick. Dark horse yeah, for right. what? Like, like top six? So, uh, it just said dark horse. I guess is like a good finish. <laughs> it just sounded cool. I had no yeah, meaning. I'd probably say like Europe. <laughs> I'd probably say like Europa, Europa spot. That'd be. That'd be like oh. a, a dark horse spot. Dude, Barca, yeah. you're real, okay? <laughs> hey, I should have made that bold prediction. Barcelona wins the Europa League. <laughs> what y'all might say the Europa League's better than the Champions League now. <laughs> Every Thursday, Thursday nights, man. Thursday nights. It's hard to, <laughs> harder to win. Harder to win. As a man, you fans true, dude. No. <laughs> no. Um, our most average picks, all were pretty close. Um, Matt picked Crystal Palace to be the most average, um, and they've done pretty good this year. Uh, Mickey also chose Crystal Palace. Omar 
said Real Madrid. <laughs> and and he said he said quote Benzema is getting old. <laughs> I said that. I said, yeah. hey, hey, that's a, believe it or not, that's a fact. He's getting older. <laughs> believe it or not, this is how age works. If, if you're this age and a year passes, you're now older. It's fair play, fair play, oh, that is true. <laughs> Almost like I, I speak the truth. Uh, Sam Sam picked Everton, who are actually below average this year, very below average this year. Ooh. Uh, not doing great. Uh, top goals. Well, I think counts, I'm gonna though. last for this one. I think I'm gonna. I, I picked Patrick Bamford. Oh, I do. Uh, Where's he been? Uh, he got hurt. Yeah, he's not getting top score. Yeah, no, Matt. <laughs> I don't think so. Matt picked Harry Kane. Mickey, oh. with, he's winning. He's winning this right now with Mo Salah. Um, Easy. Most, most. I, I'm surprised I was the only one that picked him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Top. And he he he's gonna run away with it. Salah. I, he's Salah he's running away with it. Hey, do, hey, yeah. do we do we know how uh, how Harry's doing right now? I think he's having a pretty sleeper of a season, isn't he? Oh, terrible! Yeah, he's coming oh. out the best season of his life too. He's having an awful. Year. I think he's got what? Yeah. Has he got like he's got like two, maybe three? So he, yeah, two, I, I swear. Like, Bamford might be better than Kane at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, might be. Uh, Omar picked Raul Jimenez. Uh, no surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he also has two. I might uh, as well have picked Christian Benteke. Oh. Come on. No. <laughs> hey, don't ever disrespect. <laughs> Go, Mickey, I thought you were laughing already when you said Benteke would score more than Chicharito. Yeah. Even though it was the wrong, even though I got it wrong, I stand by it. I would say it again. <laughs> stand by. Uh, you lost by like 20 goals. Chicharito got like 25, and Tigger got like three that season. <laughs> Sam Sam picked Harry Kane as well. But what I will say is we all thought Harry Kane at that time was going to join Man City. So we were like, yeah, oh, he's going to fucking – he's going to kill it. In your Just defense, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Top Con- assist. Context. Context is everything. Us, oh, 100%. Um, top assist. Most of us picked uh, Bruno Fernandez. Mickey picked Jack Grealish. Uh, um yeah, most Fuck. of us. Everybody but Mickey. And <laughs> <laughs> why didn't that take like uh, Trent, Trent or something? I think so. It doesn't sound like me. You sure I said realist? You did. You did. You sure? You sure? You sure? Sam didn't go twice. <laughs> Mickey, Mickey, you know that Trent is number one in assists right now too in the Premier League. I know. Damn. But he wasn't. He wasn't doing that too good at the start, was he? Was he? Like, wasn't really in the Euros and. Um, yeah, he's having a bit of a downer coming off of last season. Uh, but yeah, he's yeah. really picked it up. So fair play to him. Stepped it up. Um, what I will say is actually the Buzz Side 5 did a fucking phenomenal job on picking our top managers to get sacked before Christmas. We we like to yeah. get all the, all the main ones. Um, I picked three. Espiritu Santo, sacked. Steve Bruce, sacked. And then I picked Rafa Benitez, who probably should have been sacked. So, <laughs> still there. Uh, Matt didn't do well. He picked uh, Arteta, but I mean, Arsenal did start so bad. That wasn't a terrible pick. Um, no. Mickey picked Espiritu Santo, correct? Ancelotti, you picked Thomas Tuchel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you, you did pick uh, Coleman, and that happened as well. Um, so that, that I was don't know. Really... Tuchel was probably another draw away. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No. I think uh, I think Matt Omar... just pissed me off that day. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> hey, remember how remember how high Chelsea fans were? They thought I got one undefeated, winning the Champions League. That was we totally have Lukaku. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Omar yes. picked uh, Arteta and Ancelotti. Uh, and then Sam, um, another pretty good one. Well, that's pretty good. Arteta. Nuno, which happened. Rafa, which should have happened. Uh, but then you threw out Patrick Vieira, who's actually doing so well. He's actually it's true. Well. I about that one. You had no faith, huh? <laughs> Christ. I stand, Vieira. I stand by it. At some point, <laughs> at some point in his life, he would no longer manage Christian. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a fact from Omar's play. That's, that's a fact. That's, that's true. That's, a fact. Fact. <laughs> that's one of those, no, that's one of those like big old facts. Or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then the last thing we predicted was um, some players to break into the uh, starting eleven. 
Um, funny enough, I called Rot Sparkly, and he actually started one of the games. <laughs> I, he I, did. I, oh I called God. it my dumpster pick, and it actually happened. Yeah. Um, Matt, uh, you picked Loftus Cheek and Jaden Sancho, which we kind of thought Jaden Sancho but he'd be starting, but he actually did like earn a spot. Have to earn a spot yeah. there, and also yeah. and also Loftus Cheek as well. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, we actually did pretty good in the prediction as well. Yeah. Uh, Mickey picked Lingard, and uh, probably the best pick out of all these is Harvey Elliott, uh, who killed it until he broke his ankle. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. He's, he's still going to be starting. Him. That was a good one, Mickey. Yeah, he's yeah. coming back. That's a bummer. He's, he's coming back, though. He's uh, Yeah, I mean, he was such a fun player to watch. Uh, Omar, you picked uh, none other than Puig and uh, Araujo. The center back, yeah, and he he started, he starts every game, but Puig, yeah, he actually ended up starting just because we had 17 players out because of COVID and injury. Uh, I guess our Copa, <laughs> hey, here's the 18 players dude. out. So he, so he, he ended up having uh, Chavi ended up having to call like 10 players from Barcelona B just to be able to play that game. Uh, it was the Copa, the Bar- Barcelona's game, B uh, team is your uh Mexican team, right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Atlante. Yeah. They just Same won. Colors, Shout right? out to Atlante. Uh, fuck yeah! Shout out to Atlante. <laughs> um, Sam, really good. Uh, other than it's crazy, Van de Beek hasn't started uh, a Premier League game. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, and Deli Ali, who was starting at the beginning of the season, so um, oh, yeah, pretty good pick there. Um, okay, I just really wanted to get into. Uh, I'm going to go over some of the crazier stats and kind of ask you guys, who do you think has this? What team do you think has done this? Just to see if we're anywhere close. Um, so our top goals right now, as you guys know, Liverpool's killing it. Mosala 16, Jota second. You know, you're doing good when you have the top two. Uh, Hell yeah. Jamie Vardy in third. And Vardy is actually out for the next eight weeks. Uh, so that's not good. Uh, it's also mm. good when you're leading assists with the top two. Trent Alex and Arnold with nine. Mosala tied in first with nine. Uh, Jared Bonin and Gabriel Jesus, as I like to call him. Um, Jesus. Who do you think has the most passes completed? Jorginho. Wrong. I'll give you a hint. No. He said complete. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. The top three are all on the same team. Passes. Oh, it's got to be, be C player, right? It's got to be C, yeah. Uh, Bernardo Silva? Nope. Oh, he's played a lot. Who's played a low? Rodri. Nope. Oh, Rodri for sure. Also, it's not a Man City player then. It is a Man City player, but you guys haven't guessed it yet. You haven't guessed uh, any of the top three. I can't be the Bruyne. Bruyne. Yeah, he's can't been be Bruyne. He was out. No, he's missed while. a lot. Yeah. Fucking uh, maybe Laporte. No. Yeah, Laporte was third. Laporte was third, but think about who's having a breakout season for him this year. He's killing it in the Champions League. Foden. Nope. Nah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't be. Couldn't be. Couldn't didn't make a lot of these stats. No, it's actually uh, Cancelo. Oh, oh he is killing it. Yep. He is uh, killing it. Man, Liverpool's down. who's the other one? Diaz? Diaz, yep. Yeah. Uh, clean hey, sheet. Diaz I... hasn't been as – sorry, Go I was going to say Diaz hasn't been as, like, as, as good as he well, – like, he's been solid, but, like, last year he was, like – Kind of like the breakout style, and this year, yeah, kind of I think it. he's just getting less talk. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's a phenomenal player. Clean sheets, but- Ederson leads uh, with eleven, Allison with nine, uh, Aaron Ramsdale with nine, which is very surprising, and then uh, Hugo Lloris would be in third place. I thought um, the Wolves goalkeeper had a lot, right? He does. Yeah, I believe he's tied with Yuri Lloris. I always want to double L one uh, with eight. Um, Usually in the save department, if your team has a lot of saves, they're probably not doing well. Do you want to guess who's the save leader? It's going to be there, right? there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not good. Uh, Eli he has made some great saves, though. Oh, yeah. Um, for oh, Leeds, yeah. he's got 66. Uh, West Ham's um, uh, Fabianski with 65. Who, which goalie or which team, I guess, has the most conceded goals? Uh, Norwich goalie? Norwich, yeah. It's actually not, not Norwich. Most conceded. New, new, no, the not goalie. 
it's the goalie that's oh, it's got to be Leeds. Leeds goalie. Leeds goalie. Because they Leeds lost goalie. Melier? Melier? Yeah, Melier, 37. Uh, Tim Cruel in second. Uh, it's crazy he's playing in, but still. He's been around forever. Uh, and funny <laughs> enough, third place, Casper Schmeichel. Hmm. Well, Leicester got killed by Man City. Remember that one game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'll add up. Um, who do you think has the top shots? It's kind of a runaway. Like, like the most amount of shots? Correct. In the game? I feel like, like we've, we've had a lot of shots. Total, we total have a lot shot. of shots. Yeah, yeah I, was gonna Liverpool. Say, I was going to say Liverpool. Mane. Uh, Mane is second. Uh, with 61. That's a shitload of shots. Is it? Is it Salah then? It's Salah. He's 80 shots. Mm. Hey, yeah. Third place? Third place is funny. You guys want to take a guess? Funny. Uh, uh, Timo Werner, but only in training. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Third place is funny enough. Cristiano Ronaldo, which Cristiano. is a surprise. <laughs> okay, this is one of the craziest ads that I've heard nobody talk about. Uh, they they actually count how many times a player hits a post or how many how, like the total amount of teams like hit the post. Embuemo. Has hit the post seven times. Damn. The second wow. highest is Madison with three. <laughs> Where's Timo Werner? I thought Timo Werner would be up there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the boy just aims I thought so. Post. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> um, I think Timo just misses. Yeah, if there's, <laughs> yeah, he if there's a stat for like miss shots or like yeah, fumbles. Fumbles. Most of my sitters. I really wish there was. Um, yeah, uh, another weird stat that I didn't know they, they uh, keep track of. Um, the most amount of successful through balls. Do you guys want to take a guess on the top three here? Hmm. Ooh, uh, Trent? Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Through balls. Rodri. Nope. Uh, Declan Rice. Uh, Good guess. He's up there, but he's not the top three. Bisuma. <laughs> All right, I'll give you the third place. Martin Odegaard with 13. All right. Hmm. Yeah, is it uh, uh, you, Cody? Bruno? Bruno's number one, <laughs> 15. Uh, yeah, yeah, 15. Really? Cancelo I wasn't in second place. Who was going to say it, man? second? Cancelo. Cancelo's having a hell of a season. Wow, he's having some good stats. For real, yeah. dude. Successful through balls is a really good one to have to your name. Wait, where was Cancelo at before? I forgot. Let me know. Is it Porto? He was at Madrid, wasn't he? I thought he was Real. No, no, no. He he is Portuguese. No, I think he was in. uh, I think he was in in in, uh, sorry um, Milan. Wasn't he in Milan? He was on loan to Inter Milan. Let's check. I'm looking it up. I got it in front of me right now. Uh, Yeah. Benfica to Valencia to enter to Juve to Man City. Enter to Juve. Hmm. Okay. All right. Juve. Okay. Bounce around. Um, yeah, I do remember. I remember him at uh, at Valencia. He was good. Yeah, dude's killing it. Uh, just because I want to give a shout out to these players. Um, it's it's the most tackles. I don't think a lot of us. I mean, I can let you guys guess. Do you think it's none of the top teams um, players that have the most tackles? I know uh, um, my boy Basuma is out there. He's got to be. Basuma is up there. Basuma has 50 tackles. He sits in Jesus. fourth place. Uh, how about McGinn? Nope. Rodri? Rodri for sure. Nope. Kante? No, not, it's not a top team. Uh, oh, he's uh, ben, ben, ben Me? Nope. MacArthur. Suchek from West Ham. Nope. Nope. Uh, number one is Tyreek Mitchell from know. Crystal Palace. Christian Nogard. Who? Tyreek Mitchell. <laughs> Who the hell is that? Or Tyreek? I don't know. Crystal Pla- Palace player. Uh, you Christian said Ty- Nogard, Tyreek Hill? Uh, from Brentford. <laughs> My favorite name is Stuart Dallas from Leeds with 51. Uh, oh, uh, he is good. Uh, your, good boy, your boy, Basuma. Uh, another shout out I wanted to give here, the top blocks. Um, James Tarkowski from Burnley has 30 block shots, which is pretty wild. Um, mm. Craig Dawson 
with 24. Nice. And Matt's favorite player, Tiago Silva, 21 block shots. Ooh. Yep. Tiago. Uh, people, people, get, a fun one. people getting at Chelsea, huh? So I guess yeah. they're taking shots. Not, though. Uh, not with Tiago's in there. There's a three-way tie for most yellow cards. Uh, and one of uh, our own loves this player. Does anybody want to guess one of the players on here? Basuma. Basuma. <laughs> that include a jail sentence? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Potential jail status does not count on here, but it should. Uh, he should get like an extra five yellow for that. <laughs> uh, fo- uh, most fouls, Emmanuel Dennis from Watford has 38. Norgard from Brentford, 37. Mikel Antonio with 32. Uh, and actually, in fourth place, Mo Salah. Which is weird. Ooh. That's bullshit. They're just, they're just ganging up against No, they, they put a lot of pressure up there, though. Like, Liverpool pressure is really high, so I can see that. Yeah. yeah. If he has to press really high, it might just and, commit a foul trying to get the ball back. And Antonio, he's, uh, he's a pretty rugged player as well. So, you know, he'll get yeah. in there. Yeah. Definitely. He'll, All right. push you in, he'll just push you in the back for no reason. That fucking elbow, <laughs> baby. Right, Joe Most all time. <laughs> Which player do you think has been offsides more than any other player? Ronaldo. I was going to say Whoa. Timo Werner. Timo Werner. Uh, Mickey Ellis. See me Mason Mount. <laughs> that might be true. Always offsides. <laughs> <laughs> offsides the most. Um, son? Raul Jimenez. Raul Jimenez is in second place with 17. Ooh, Jesus. Not a good stat. Damn. Omar kind of celebrated. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was celebrating what I said. <laughs> think about it. Think about one player that's always trying to beat the offsides trap. Jamie Vardy. Jamie Vardy, number one. Oh. With how many? 18. Good 18. And then Chris Wood for Burnley, who I actually like. He's a good player. Uh, he's yeah, he is good. Um, just some more uh, uh, team stats here. The most crosses is Liverpool with 483. Manchester City with 461. West Ham with 452. Uh, oh, this is a fun one. Which team do you think has the most goals from outside of the box? It's a it's a top team. Ooh, uh, Man City. It's a, it's a, it's a what team? A top Actually, team? no, that wouldn't be Man City. Man City is tied. That's a good answer, Omar. There's one other team Ooh. that has the same. Outside the box? Is it Liverpool? Nope. Chelsea. Chelsea. Oh, wow. Chelsea and Man City with seven goals outside of the box. And the most goals inside of the box is also a two-way tie from um, two top teams. Got me Man City Man, there again. Man City and Liverpool. Man City yeah. again and Liverpool. Omar yeah. gets hold. Let's go, Omar. Damn. All right. Good job. So Good job. has hit the post seven times this year. <laughs> the top post hit by a team is 12, which is crazy. Which team has hit the post 12 times? It's, is it Man City? Nope. I mean, they're always in a fucking box. 12 times. Uh, it's also it's a popular team. I'll say that. Chelsea? Like people like them? Some people like them, yeah. I don't. It's not Chelsea. Arsenal. Arsenal with 12. Omar's on it today. Damn, Omar. Damn. <laughs> well, he's got to look at the stats. I sort of got it. Dude, I know he's Googling this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you look, at you saw, look at the recording and look at my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at your eyes, man. Oh, right. hey, look, 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 at, look at my brain though one time. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for our last team set, um, just because, again, this is like a fun – Stupid stat. Which team has played the most long balls? Man United. Some, long ball some United. Ugly ass team. Burnley. Uh, Harry Burnley. Maguire. Burnley. <laughs> Burnley is it? Burnley. Burnley. Who, who yeah, said Burnley? Obviously. Was that Sam? I, one. I think Sam and Mickey said it, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, Sam said it first. first for sure. Burnley. Always playing long balls to Wood. I feel like he's always chasing. Yeah. And offsides, apparently. Yeah. Goodness. Well, with that, I, I'm going to kind of count down um, where the league table is right now, and then we can kind of talk about uh, which team we think, okay, I mean, they're doing well, they're not doing well, where we're at. But right now, Manchester City is atop the league, followed by Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. This is the top four. Crazy that Arsenal is in the top four. Uh, West Ham, Tottenham, Manchester United. Uh, Wolves are eight. Brighton and Hove Albion. Leicester City, Crystal Palace. That's our top ten. 
And then we go Brentford, Aston Villa, or Villa, the Southie boys, Everton, Leeds United, Watford, Burnley, the richest club in the world, Newcastle United, and Norwich City. Sam, is there, is there a couple teams that stood out to you this year? Um, yeah, I would say I like... Honestly, I think Villa has surprised me in, in a few games. I think Crystal Palace have as well. Um, Manu have surprised me in just how bad they've been. Just, <laughs> just in terms of expectations, right? I feel like we have had such high expectations going into it. Uh, and it's been just a bad surprise in that regard. I think even Arsenal, even Arsenal's kind of come back from the beginning of the season. Uh, is uh, kind of oddly surprising as well, but even though you think that's kind of where they should be. So, um, uh, yeah, I think I think everyone else is kind of probably for the most part what, what we thought they'd be. But, yeah, I think if they're the lower teams, I'd probably say are like between Villa and Palace the most. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think even Arsenal being at fourth, regardless of their bad start. I mean, they have like one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest team in the Premier League. So mm-hmm. they've really just like ground out results. Um, yeah, Mickey- they did well even against uh, the last game against Man City. Uh, yeah. They actually they played pretty won. well. That's unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. What's your thoughts, Mickey? What's anything that surprised you? Any, any thoughts halfway through the season? Uh, well, being a Liverpool fan... Just the the way the title race is shaping up is is there isn't much of a race that it's kind of just disappointing because there's such huge talk about this being the closest race that we've we could see in a long time between at least three teams. It was at first it was four teams of Man United, but then they dropped off quick. But then it was the three teams, and it's just right. disappointing that how Chelsea and Liverpool have fallen off over the past few weeks, and Man City the only ones that have just kept going and going. So that's kind of annoying because it's it's a bit like a if you look at the league the past five years, it has been a bit of a farmer's league in the sense of Man City just kind of running away with it constantly by the one year that we we won it. Um, that's the most disappointing. But it's cool to see... You just got to watch Newcastle, man. I, I reckon that Newcastle will get out of it, and I think they will. Um, they're the most interesting team, I think, at this point. I consider, I'm considering kind of the race kind of gone a little bit. Not really pinging on that too much. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are about that, Matt. But uh, I don't. I don't consider the race necessarily gone. Um, actually, looking at the table, how many points? Okay, so it's fifty-three. Uh, Man City is fifty-three points. Chelsea in second place are sitting at forty-three. So it's a ten-point difference right now. Um, I, you know, I want to have hope. Uh, realistically, I, I guess, yeah. They, I mean, Man City's—they're kind of rocketing off. Is it, it was it, what seems to be their normal thing to do now, which kind of sucks. But um, I don't know. For me, I'm just—I'm pretty surprised. Leicester is having such a shitty season, and I think it's just because they're having so many injuries. I think they yeah. have like ten injuries or something like that. So for. For me right now, I think it's Leicester that is – they're doing so bad. Um, and I think that's been pretty surprising. I think I had them higher up in the table, maybe top six or so. Um, and then uh, to see Arsenal do so well. I mean, at the beginning of the season, I, I, all of us were hating on Arsenal. and We didn't really have too much hope. I said Arteta was going to be fired. Um, but, I mean, if you're an Arsenal fan, it's got to be pretty damn cool to feel – you guys go through the fire and then come out, you know, swinging pretty hard. So it's it's also pretty surprising to see them do so well. So it's got to feel good to be an Arsenal fan right now. Yeah, what I will say um, about what Mickey and Matt just said, um, Mickey highlighted Newcastle, Matt um, highlighted Arsenal. They both lost to like third tier teams in the FA Cup, which is hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just one. <laughs> that That's true. Uh, Omar, Omar, uh, not only the Premier League, but you know. What surprised you about La Liga this year? Um, first, to start with the Premier League, I think I would agree with everyone with Arsenal. I mean, I, I was kind of joking, saying about, do we have to have, like, Arsenal relegation talk now? Because they had lost, <laughs> like, three games in a row. It was looking like that. They were, like, they were tied with Norwich uh, three weeks in for, like, worst team in the league. So <laughs> I'm just shocked that they were able to bounce back and, and now be in, in fourth place. Um, for La Liga, I expected, obviously – with my prediction, I expected Barcelona to struggle, 100%. I did not expect at this point for us to, to be in eighth place. 
Like I would never would have predicted that. So it's like it's been a struggle this year. It's like it, it doesn't even the games that we've won, we've only won them like one nothing. There's been games where we've been up two nothing, and like the other team ends up tying it, and we somehow get a three to two win. Like we've just struggled. We um, and that's a little bit of a surprise, but but yeah, other than that, I would just say Arsenal, Le- Leicester being bad, and I think honestly we always talk about this with Leeds. I really expected so much yeah. more from Leeds. Uh, the coach, you know, Bielsa, the players they have too, Rafinha and Rodrigo and Banford. Uh, Rafinha's had you know, a good they year. Have, yeah, he he has a good year, but it's like I just expected more from that team. Uh, they really could that, be going down. They're gonna yeah. watch it. They're gonna watch themselves. Yeah. You got Phillips in there. You know, he had a good Euro, so I just expected them to come back even stronger than ever. If anything, I also expected. Yeah. Crystal Palace would do better than they um, have been doing. They're sitting at the the bottom half of the table as well, and I still it's think undeserved. I feel like you know, I feel like they, yeah. they play good soccer. Yeah, they do. Um, and so I think they will finish at the top half of the table by the end of the season. But it's just you know they're taking a dip right now. So for sure, and just wolves though. Wolves. I was just gonna say wolves are finding their feet a bit yeah. lately. That, that, yeah, that's win against United. Yeah, and that, that, I think they're eighth now, right? Yeah, they yeah, are. They, they eighth. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, man, in the Premier League, I I, I want to say, man, Liverpool surprised me. I kind of wrote them off last year because they didn't have a good run um, with injuries. But like Mickey said, they, they've come back and looked like great, and they're a fun team to watch. Um, they've surprised me. Manchester United sur- surprised me too. Rashford's not having a great year, and that's tough to see. I don't know if you guys caught the FA Cup today, but there's a rebound that he should have had and scored and didn't even go for it. Um, so it's just tough because, you know, we sack our manager and, and you know, you think things are going to change. I mean, lineups have changed, but honestly, like, two of the best players today were Fred and McTominay. Like, you know, it's not a great game if, like, those are your two best players. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, no, Everton, Everton's been terrible. Rafa Benitez is a good manager. Um, so it, it kind of sucks to see them that low. Um, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, sure they're, they're entertaining in a bad, you know, they're bad, but they're entertaining. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How cool would it be, though, to see a club like Everton get relegated? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, and wow. I'd, be, I'd be amiss to say, Tottenham surprised me. I mean, what? They're sixth, seventh? No, sixth. 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 I mean, pretty good, but like they're not playing well. Yeah. Like, really? Uh, you know, I mean, Youngming Song has been played, Son, not Song, uh, has played super well. Um, and then in terms of La Liga, it's kind of crazy at the top. I mean, Real Madrid and Sevilla are really close. Like, if Sevilla wins their 21st game because Real Madrid mm-hmm. has a game in hand, I mean, they're within two points. Uh, third place, Real Betis. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they, they've been stepping up this year. And Atletico has <laughs> been struggling this year, too, though. We are, like, mm-hmm. even as bad as we are, we're only a point away from Atletico Madrid. Think about that. Shit, yeah. yeah. As yeah. bad as we are, we're still only a point away from Atletico Madrid. So, yeah. like, they, they have... You both must be really yet. shit, huh? <laughs> 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 well, what do you think, well, Omar, in an honest, honest way, what do you think is kind of going amiss with Barcelona right now? I mean, other than obviously COVID is, but they got a new manager. Yeah, they seem to be trying. To yeah, play. I mean, I, I have so much hope for Barcelona right now, though. It's like even though we're losing, we're in sixth place. We were, uh, if we would have won last game instead of tying, we would have been in third place right now. So we're not in a horrible spot, and I love how much uh, young talent we have. But the problem is still injuries. We still have so so many injured players. And there's also, like, what I hate the most is all the drama that surrounds Barcelona. I feel like you end up hearing more about uh, the the president and about the debt and about, like, the bad management. They end up hearing about, like, the way we play. And it used to used to only hear about the way we played and our, and our tactics. And now all you hear is mm-hmm. just about, like, the drama on the team. And I feel like that must, like, like right now there's the drama with Dembele not re, re, uh he still hasn't uh, renewed his contract. Man, you, and then baby. We, have the dra- we have the drama that um, Depay doesn't want to stay at Barcelona now. Just because we got Ferran Torres, he's probably going to take his spot. Uh, especially with Fati coming back and, 
and a lot of those players coming back. So I don't know. I feel like there's just unnecessary drama in the team. Um, yeah. But it seems like I there's feel, hope I with I feel Charlie. that way at United as well. I feel like there's unnecessary drama going on. Um, I don't know. Pogba hasn't really seen the field. Uh, yeah. He's, Dude, he's always – Yeah, Pogba has been – He was just He's in the top five still for top assists. He has seven assists. I, I don't know. Um, they don't play him. If we're not going to play him, sell him. That's yeah. fine with me because it seems like he's kind of a drama queen. But I haven't seen much of him. I'd like to see Van de Beek start. Uh, today in the FA Cup, I know it's crazy to say. I said to Matt, I want to see Juan Mata start. Like, yeah. I, I love watching him play. I feel like he, he works his ass off out great there. Player. He's great player. Yeah. Great, great on free kicks. Yeah, it's just tough. Uh, yeah, I watched that game today as well, Cody, and it was like, yeah, we got the you know the go ahead goal in the eighth minute, which was a a Fred assist to McTominay, so that partnership paid yeah. off. Uh, McFred, so um, <laughs> that was actually a good ball too. It was. Oh, it was quality. It was great. Uh, but yeah, after that, I mean, Villa was kind of pretty rampant. They were like the home team. They were on the press. We were kind of doing a bit of counter attacking and. Um, even though, like, if you compare us to Tottenham, for example, you had, like, a, a new manager change. Uh, I think Tottenham have had a better response with Conte coming in um, and, and changing things up fairly quickly, and they've kind of somewhat responded to that. Um, whereas we, even though we've got some results, we've only had one loss under Rangnick. Um, right. It's, it's, the, it's not there like that performance, isn't there? Even though we won today, like, in the FA Cup, like, uh, we could have easily have, like, lost it. It's not satisfying after that win, knowing that we're going to go into the next game, probably playing somewhat similar uh, and, and, and mm-hmm. you know, lacking in, in whatever it is that we're lacking in. So um, hopefully, uh, you know, as the new games kind of pick up in the, in the second half of the season that we can some put some kind of form ahead. But I think uh, between Ragnick and, his, and the players, I think they're still trying to figure out the best formation, the tactically for one, the positional, the players. I mean, he's switching things in and out pretty obviously. Um, that we haven't quite figured that out yet. So hopefully we can get it done pretty quickly and get some results. Yeah, it seemed like we were just forcing passes. We, we like, didn't keep the ball today. We were just trying dumb shit. Uh, in terms of kind of rough, rougher form, because we're kind of on this topic, Matt, what do you think is going on with Chelsea? Uh, uh, that's a great question, man. I've been, I've been trying to figure that out. Um, I don't I, – I really don't know. We just took a, a, a dip. Um, I, I wanted at the beginning half of the season, uh, Cody, I know that you praised Tuchel's ability to kind of, sh- you know, put every single player in. It seems like, like even that the fucking roster players are finding time on the field. Um, uh, but I'm thinking that might be kind of biting us in the butt a little bit, just because I don't know if we have this, you know, the same starting, um, the continuity. Yeah, you know, the continuity that, that we should have. So, I don't know. I really don't know what's going on with Chelsea at the moment. Obviously, we're sitting at second. Can't necessarily complain too much, although we're 10 points behind uh, Man City. We shouldn't be losing or tying some of the games that, you know, we're dropping points regardless um, that we should not be dropping. So, it's just kind of hard to, to pinpoint exactly what's going on. I wish I had an answer right now, but I think it's – I want to say a lot of the players are being overplayed at the moment, but City is also, you know, performing the same amount as as Chelsea is. Um, So it's just it's just hard to say. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and talking about obviously going with the title race and how tired it is right now. I mean, you got this weekend Man City are playing Chelsea. Uh, So I mean, that's going to be a huge test, not just for for both of those teams, but I think just for the rest of the league and the rest of the teams at the top trying to. Trying to see if they can close that gap on City. I mean, I think we'll all be kind of hoping Chelsea can get a win on that. But, um, yeah, uh, uh, it's almost like a, de- uh, a definitive game at this point so early on. So, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Matt, would you blame anything on the Lukaku drama? No, no, I think that's, you know, that's, that's fairly recent. Uh, I don't, and I don't know if that would have necessarily permeated the entire locker room. I think it's... I think that's more so just, you know, the forward position. Um, I think the rest of the uh, the ranks, I think they're doing pretty well. Um, no, yeah, I don't think I, I would blame the Lukaku situation at the moment. And, and you know, it's tough because the, pre- the Premier League is a tough league. Like, you should not be winning every game in the Premier League. And, and really, like, teams like Brighton, they're tough. They might end up getting a draw on, on their best day. But it just sucks that Man City, I don't know what their schedule was like. I don't know if they technically had easier games this first half. 
they just seem to be able to find a way to get a result. Guardiola is just so good tactically in how he studies every single opponent and changes the way the team is going to play, cater to whatever opponent they play next. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think we City, giving credit to yeah. Guardiola too. Well, it's yeah. frustrating because City are able to rotate players. You know, we're talking about continuity with Chelsea mm-hmm. and their lack of it. And City rotate, if you watch them, they do rotate quite a bit because they have a lot of games like the rest of the big teams. But when they rotate, the people that they rotate, their players are just as good as the players are, are, are missing out. And you're going to get the same kind of, that's the same type of players as well. So really, it's not a disruption to their to their play. Sure. They can carry on as if they're playing with the same 11 as they did the last game. I, I mean, um, it, it, it might just be confidence. And not to interrupt you, Mickey, sorry, but I think Man City, you're kind of just expected to run away with the title. You know what I mean? You're fucking winning. You're a winner. Um, and Chelsea as well, yeah. But we have had some pretty up and down moments whereas pep has been there for the few a few couple of years and he just he's the he's been the backbone and you know talking about continuity pep has been there and, and tuchel you know still stepping in doing really really well um we just it just i just we might be lacking that confidence that city has and you know I, like I to be fair though so well having players like Grealish and like uh good Dogen and uh you know having those type of Foden Having those type of players in the bench is different than having like laughter cheek and like, cuts in the door coming in. You know, it's like hey, those boys are hey, quality. <laughs> Fucking Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley. <laughs> I mean, but it just goes to show how good Guardiola is at like getting his system down. Where like these players, like you said, Mickey, they're interchangeable because they're playing that same style that he wants. Yeah. Um, I just to kind of transfer and keep it. I mean, keep it in the Premier League. We got it's open, boys. The transfer uh-huh. is now open. Uh, our boy Coutinho, who we all are a fan of, I think I like Coutinho. Um, joining Villa, that's a big one. Uh, play with Gerard. Um, it, I think that's going to be really fun to see. That can make a big difference for Villa. Mm-hmm. I'm really yeah. excited about that one because he's still um, he's still only going on loan. Um, oh, I didn't know that. So he's still only going on loan. So obviously we want him to do well because if he does well, then at least maybe we can sell him for more. Um, and I, 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 like, genuinely like the guy. I want him to, like, get back to his high playing. Like, they called him a magician for a reason, as Gerard said. You know, like, he is uh, that good of a player. He was that good. You know, you Barca bought him for $140 million. That's how good he was. Yikes. Damn. <laughs> and, and that's we're all holding <laughs> and The thing about it, so uh, Aston Villa offered us, I think, $15 million for, or $40 million for him. And I think Barcelona's still loaning him and hoping that they get more return for him eventually. <laughs> it's like he's only going to get older. <laughs> yeah. Again, again, that's, that's how years again, work. Again, that, that is true. <laughs> uh, uh, Trippier, this is a wild one. This came out of nowhere. Trippier to Newcastle. Um, debuts against Cambridge, and then they, they lose to Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cambridge are a tough, Cambridge are a tough team, right? Uh, yeah. Put some put some respect on that name. <laughs> I mean, the craziest part is like Newcastle played their like regular starting eleven. Like they had St. Maximine in there, like fucking trip. Like that. I mean, that's just wild to me. Um, yeah, I actually yeah. watched that game, and it was uh, because I was interested in Trippier did. And he actually looked really good there. Like he he did look like a standout player, and he was like playing balls like over the top, like some through balls, almost as if like the the attackers that were receiving them were surprised because they they don't normally get those kind of balls. <laughs> Uh, so they weren't quick enough to like catch up onto it and, and things like that. But um, yeah, he had like a free kick uh, just outside the box, and, like with like five minutes left to go or something. It was a little reminiscent of the uh, the World Cup semi final. We all kind of hoping it would go in, but uh, it didn't. But overall, I thought he had a pretty good debut as far as it goes. But obviously, it sucks to get knocked out to a League One team in the FA Cup at home. So yeah, uh, at home, not, dude. Not good for not good for the owners, and uh, hopefully they'll be hoping this is the lowest it can get. Uh, and you know, get some new uh, new players in the transfer window, and they need to turn around. So yeah, like guys, said, I'm gonna say, like Mickey said, I think watching them in the second half of the season, I think will be uh, very interesting. Do you guys think they'll stay up? I think they will. I think I would yeah. almost bet money on it. Well, I think their saving grace is the fact that they, you know, they are they're now the richest club in the world. So I think that they that's a big stay. saving grace. Yeah, I think that it will stay up. You know, I, I think that this transfer market or this is opening right now. I think they're going to be signing a lot more of the bigger names. Um, so Bro, yeah. that's like saying 
That's like saying, Cody, I know you're depressed, but I'm going to make you the richest man in the world. Do you think you're going to bounce back? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be okay. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Maitland Niles to Roma. I didn't hear about this either. This one kind of caught me off guard. Oh, yeah. Um, that's that. a, yeah, that's a that's a big signing for Roma. Mourinho. Good. Make it move. Except for that Mourinho meltdown. I don't know if you guys saw that. They were up <laughs> one in the like 70th and then lost four to three. <laughs> I heard. I didn't see it, but uh, against you, that is crazy. Yeah, Mourinho yeah. and uh, Abraham, they, they butt heads as well, didn't they? Yeah, they got into, they got into it a little bit. Um, yeah. But everybody butts heads with fucking Mourinho. Um, That's a El, our boy El Tren, U.S. men's team standout. Ooh. I believe he's still like 18, 19. Pepe, uh, $20 million move from FC Dallas to Augsburg. Uh, love to see it. I think the Bundesliga is a great uh, great league for like young players. To come up in. Yeah, they're, it's a great developing league. It, it seems like they really believe in him too. They're like they made a really they were really hype about him. So, yeah. I mean, they made twenty mil off of him too, FC Dallas. So that's pretty nice. They actually just uh, they signed a player from Porto with that money. Um, so that's pretty big for FC Dallas. Oh really? Uh, yep. Mexico international uh, Orbelin. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, you said it good. That was good. Thank you. Orbelin. <laughs> I, I only studied Spanish in college. I should probably get some of these. Uh, to Celta Vigo, that's a big move after we just had talked about Omar. Um, uh, you know, Mexicans kind of staying being overpaid in Liga MAQs. No, and uh, so Urban Lean's been has been in talks to go to Europe for for a lot a long time now, um, and it almost seemed like he wasn't gonna go because he got sold to Cruz Azul, and it seemed like okay he was just getting sold between uh, Liga MX. He's not gonna go anywhere, and he's the player that it's like I I had high hopes for him. So it's good to see him go to Spain. Uh, there's another Mexican player center back at Alco that plays there as well. Um, so I'm excited for him. I hope I feel like the Spanish league is a good lead for Mexican players to like settle into Europe and hopefully have a good career. Omar, can, so yeah. real quick, can I interject? Omar, can I ask you a question? Um, the Mexican league, did you say that there's a problem right now where they're overpaying players to stay? Is it- yeah, so they're – Basically, the salaries in Mexico are, are so high because obviously Mexico, like so- soccer is the biggest sport in Mexico. So everybody watches that. And the salaries that they're able to pay their players are like comparable to like some of the best, not best players like Messi and stuff, but like some of the better players in Europe. So they're really high salaries. So when these Mexican players go to Europe, they have to cut their salaries by like a fourth of what they were making in Mexico. Okay. Uh, and on top of that, the Mexican wow. uh, teams are asking for a lot of money. So some of these players, their value at like 10, 15, 20 million. And they're asking for the, for these young players when uh, a lot of these European teams can go to South America and get like for real the same quality type player for maybe like 2 million from like mm-hmm. Brazil or Colombia or Argentina. So they're, they're buying those players instead of buying players from Mexico. And it's really affecting us. Like we've had so many, so much youth talent that, that ended up staying in Mexico and they, over time, didn't develop as they should have. And then you see players like Chucky Lozano that they ended up leaving early. And look at him, how, how well he developed. And even Jimenez and even like Chicharito. Uh, but they just got to go. Obviously, the, the level of play is way higher in Europe. So if you're getting to have that training, players are going to get better. And do you, United... think, do you think that that's going to be recognized and that problem is going to go away? Or do you think you see it continuing on? Yeah, so it's like so we won uh, the year we won the World Cup, the U seventeen. Only two players got sold to Europe when uh, nine of them were like pe- teams were bidding for nine of them, like a wow. world U seventeen world. And then this team that just placed third uh, in the Olympics, we just played won the bronze medal. Only uh, only one of them went to Europe out of that whole team, and then yeah, like ten of them good. were actually being like wanted by teams, and they're just not selling them like. The, there's too much greed in the Mexican league. Like these owners uh, also own the league, and also the owners of the club of the of the Liga MX also own the Mexican national team. Oh. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean so that could just, be a da- like a downfall, man. Conflicts of interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's too much corruption going on. Oh, interesting. Thanks, man. Thank you. Of course, but U.S. is doing it right. So there's, there was an article I was reading about like how. U.S. was doing it. Like, some of the United States clubs were letting their players go for free just so they would go and get that opportunity because they knew that in the end, like, some of these players were actually owned by the 
uh, U.S. Soccer Federation, not by the clubs, which I didn't know that. So the federation was letting some of these players go on loan or go for free just because they knew that in, at the end they were going to get a better investment for their national team. And Mexico just doesn't see it that way. Hmm. Yeah, we, we had, I think, three players go to Europe um, uh, in this transfer window so far. Uh, and speaking of uh, a, a transfer that, uh, you know, Chelsea legend, Matt Miazga, dude, does he ever yeah. come, come play for Chelsea or what? I don't see it happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I All wish, right. man. I wish. Get another American. Goodness <laughs> gracious. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, okay. Um, any? Do you guys have, have you heard any rumors? I feel like it's been kind of a quiet um, transfer window so far. Yeah, it has yeah. been a little bit, hasn't it? I heard um, Adama Torre, Tottenham. Oh, yeah, him. I heard that one. I heard that. That's um, interesting. Yeah, that yeah. Was, what do you guys think about him there? I kind of feel like he might be a good fit. Like, I don't know. I feel like it, it'd be a move up for him. Um, I think uh, – Well, only two places, dude. They're pretty close to each other. <laughs> still, I mean, but still. I, I, I still know. I'm just that, kidding. Yeah, I still think he would, he would uh, perform kind of well there in their system. I think so. Yeah, I think it'd be. He's looking. For, I think he needs something new. I don't know. I feel like he's. Uh, I think Wolves is kind of changing a little bit. I think in their style of play. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think like yeah, like you pointed out, I think he would do better in a slightly different system. Whether that's Tottenham, I think they're very, they're almost very counter-attacking minded. I think if you've got other players like Son and Kane and uh, uh, even Lucas Moore to some effect, I feel like all of those players that. Can do well and put in Lincoln well and put in good balls. Like I think he'll have a good chance there. Yeah, yeah, he could be a good, could be a good fit for that. He's just frustrating as a player because he's so good. He is, he's a really talented player. It's just his final ball lets him down. His final ball or his final touch or his final decision. Yeah. That's what lets yeah. him down the most. So if he can clean that up, he'll be he'll be top quality anyway. It's, I would take yeah, him. A I mean, bit. that's a big thing to clean up, though, dude. I know. Is that, how old is he now? He's got to be close to. He's like twenty eight now. I don't know. Let's check it out. He's, it, he, he's, he's been around he just, for he's been around for a minute. Um, who? Triori. Triori. No, he, he's younger. He's still younger. Is he? Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Oh, he's forty five. Also, this this can't be right. They list him at five ten, one hundred fifty nine pounds. Uh, homeboy's <laughs> stacked, dude. That More like kilos, right? One hundred fifty nine kilos. Yeah, come hey, on. Hey, but hey, Barcelona <laughs> Academy player, though, La Masia. Yeah, you guys let him go though. Sorry, bro. Yeah. Well, you know what they let him. You know what we let him go? Because they said that he was not gonna ever be skilled enough, like with the ball on his feet. Like he was really fast at the athletic ability, but they just thought like he lacked the like the technical ability to, oh, to wow. play at the Barcelona level. Yeah, I mean that's what you kind that's of what Chelsea heard before signing Werner. You know. <laughs> hey, so uh, Man United fans, how do you, what do you guys think about the rumors of Ronaldo wanted to leave? I'm not happy with the manager. Uh, I haven't even uh, heard. Of, he wasn't even on the bench today, so yeah, I don't he's, know. he wants he, he's he's on his way out. No, well, it might suck, not happen. What do you do that? <laughs> You're gonna make Sam cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Put he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't do that, that would he? He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't leave yet. No, no, I don't. I don't so. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, he's gonna see the season now, but at the same time, you know, he's definitely obviously he's getting older. Like, if he's he's probably getting to the point like if he's gonna move and do something like he's gonna do it a lot sooner now than than later. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's I, yeah. Like he's not gonna like hang around for you know a couple. What's of he years gonna do that? Is he gonna go back to Lisbon? Where would he go? Now I think well, he would. Where would he go? I can see him going to. Did he go to? He go to the San Jose Earthquakes. Hey, go earthquakes! <laughs> I I do think it's weird that teams name themselves after natural disasters. It is a bit weird. Yeah. That, is a, that is a bit. We love a good earthquake. I thought he would go to Lisbon. I thought that would be his next stop. Go play. Could back. be, but the dude loves play. Portugal. He might go to Wolves. Yeah. <laughs> he is Portuguese. It's just, it's just, it's just like a nostalgia thing, isn't it? It's just like to make headlines, like it's get honored. back. Get that, like, yeah, get that massive like intro that he had at United, that video. Oh, that, that was awesome, though. Dude, it's just um, the tabloids I, yeah. stirring shit up. You think so? Yeah. I think he's, I know, I think so he's pretty looks, happy. Yeah, I heard of a player legit. revolt. I heard of a player revolt led by Maguire against Ronaldo. Maguire doesn't start either, so. He's been know. so bad. He's been like I, absolute shit. Dude, what if I actually guessed Phil Jones was breaking the starting eleven? 
and got it right. <laughs> oh, my Phil God. Phil Jones has started more games than Donnie Vandebeek. <laughs> nice fuck, hey, man. I don't know. I was they, need to sell. they need to get, get rid of Pogba and Vandebeek and, like, I want. I want. He should leave. He should get out now. Jesse Lingard as well. Yeah, yeah I don't Jesse blame Lingard. him for wanting out. Yeah, I really I, don't. They should, especially when it comes like when it comes like Van de Beek and Lingard. The, the World Cup's coming up. Like they're fighting they're for wasting away for the yeah. national team, and if they're not getting starts, I totally understand that. Yeah, definitely Lingard, man. I love Lingard. He should. He should he go should. back to West Ham and kill him. He should. He should have stayed. He should have stayed at West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just depends on what he was. I you know he was talked into it, wasn't he? By Solskjaer, he was like promised game time apparently and all that. So yeah, it it made sense. Obviously, he was doing so well there. Obviously, as a United fan and the 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 players and the club there, they would want him back because he was doing so well. But then we don't like put him in our squad. We don't we don't work around him. He just becomes another player and blended into that case, and he just kind of gets pushed to the back. So um, definitely feel bad for him. Yeah, he should definitely go. Did Sancho make the same mistake? No, I think he. I think he, he was ready for that. Yeah, it makes Listen, sense now, for him. Yeah, I think you know he has been playing more and more, and he has slowly improved uh, his game. Uh, still not like how he was at Dortmund, but then again, it's a different team, different league. Um, but I don't think I think he's going to grow more than like Van der Beek will and Lingard will, and mm-hmm. in that regard. So um, yeah, he should definitely stick around. Okay. Yeah. And another rumor that it, it, it looks pretty legit is another Aston Villa. Um, Lucas Digne, the left back from Everton, yep. looks like he's going to go to Aston Villa. Yeah, I read that too. That'd, That'd be huge. Together. That'd be huge for them. Huge. I, I thought he was be a... set. Right, what's, wrong be with set. Ma- what's wrong with Target? Target with two T's, man. He does very good. Target. It's not as good as my boy Gregaga Birdhalter. Greg, good guy. Triple G, bro. He's got three G's in his first name. Five letters. Oh my god. Oh goodness. Um, yeah, I feel like the, yeah, it's been kind of, it's sort of quiet. Um, I know uh, the African Cup of Nations uh, has is just kicked off today, right? Was today the first day or yesterday? I think. So I think it was yes. today. No, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Dude, I yesterday. wanted to watch it. I want to watch it, but they're only showing it on uh, BN in the yeah, US. Yeah, BN Sports. Fucking who BN. has that? Oh, you gotta have. No, I used to, but uh, Barcelona, no, not Barcelona, La Liga went to ESPN. So That's right. Football TV. What does BN even Fubo. show now? Like, Fubo, size Fubo TV has BN. I'm not yeah. getting Fubo. You get a free trial. Hey, we'll just stream. Dude, I already, used right. my, I already used to have my free trial for Fubo. Hey, so, make, yeah. a new <laughs> one. Make, a new, make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to be a great tournament. Cameroon is hosting. Uh, they got a win today. They have a. They have an MLS player playing on the national team, so that's cool. Um, Algeria was the last team to win, and uh, this was supposed to be held in the summer of uh, 2021, but obviously got a little bit pushed uh, because of the Rona. Uh, but our current odds right now, uh, brought to you uh, unofficial host by Patty Power Top Four. Um, Senegal as a seven to two, Algeria nine to two, Egypt six to one, and Ivory Coast seven to one. Um, definitely interesting. Like, you know, you could definitely Senegal? call out like, yeah, Senegal is number one. You could what? definitely call out like a, a lot of good players on each team. Um, but it's like, I, I don't, I don't ever get a chance to see the national teams play. So, um, yeah, well, I, I mean, Seneg- Senegal, Senegal got Mane, uh, uh, Mendy, yeah. um, Mendy. Chelsea. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got a couple of big name players. Actually, oh, yeah, Senegal. they got um, Kuyate and Gwai and Gwai from PSG. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, I didn't yeah. That. That's, that's a good good little squad there. Wow. Yeah, they actually they won. I think uh, Mane got a ninety seventh minute winner today. I saw. Really? It was a, it was a penalty though. But yeah. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got a crazy. late late winner. <laughs> yeah, Liverpool. What are you guys gonna do surprised. without? What you mean, what we gonna, we're just going to postpone all our games. Post-positive COVID tests. Postpone the games. Well, that's why you guys Suspected. want Dembele, right? That's why. What? What? You guys want Dembele? We want him too. Yeah, we take Dembele. No, but I heard one that I hate so bad is that it actually looks like Liverpool uh, might buy Gavi from Barcelona. 16-year-old from Barcelona for 50 million. They're going to play, uh, play his release clause for 50 million. 
And the sad part is that Marcelo actually might take it, like, and let him go. When are we doing that? In the summer? Now, January. Oh, summer, now, supposedly. Oh shit, that'd be cool. But, but we'll see. I hope not. Get Gabby and uh, Harvey Elliott. <sighs> That's what they're saying that you guys are setting up for the future with some of your players. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, it pissed me off, dude. Yeah, thankfully the um, the Afcon games that the big boys the big boys are are going to be there for um, our Premier League fixtures against Brentford and Crystal Palace, I think. So at least it's not like massive games, but it sucks that they're, it sucks they're gone. We're going to miss them. I mean, it's cool, though. I want, I want a chance to walk. I'm just going to fucking stream it. I don't care. We don't get paid. Uh, I'm just, hey, everybody who's listening, really stream the African game. Uh, that's from your host cody that's all i'm saying um but yeah this is uh i know we've gone a little bit long in this podcast but we wanted to fully catch up with everybody and um we have our predictions we have our scoreboard but we need to catch up a little bit on that it's my fault um so we will come back hard with our predictions next week and tell you where we're at with all of our games um but we just wanted to cap off the, the mid-season um highlights and uh just get back to our listeners so uh, we want to thank you again for listening and and uh we'll be back with more both side five ain't going nowhere hey let's go hey, let's go Bus Bus back. Back. cheers boys good to see you guys cheers <laughs> all right i don't know how to end the fucking recording <laughs> gotta edit that one out too and <laughs>